I'm, it's crazy because I'm trying to get away. That's one thing I'm trying not to do as much as use my phone. Most definitely. But somehow I just end up on my phone just that much more. It's an accessibility. Having a computer at your fingers is just amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? We definitely live in a crazy time. Yeah, it's crazy. But let me tell you, you got some good-ass weed. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by the letter C, which stands for cannabis, but not Chris. That starts with a K. That's right. You are listening to nothing other than... Canisations with Chris. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Canisations with Chris. I'm your host, Chris. Thank you for listening again. So what we like to do on this podcast is talk about what's going on in the cannabis community and highlighting the people that was in the can highlight the people that is in the in the cannabis community. Excuse me. We was smoking a lot before this one, so he got me right like rain. You know what I'm saying? Had a ton of conversations and stuff like that. So anyway, oh man, I forgot where we met. No, I think the first time we met was it Forbins? Yes. Was it? Yes. Yes, it was. So I be forgetting. I be forgetting sometimes. Cause I meet a lot of people. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And some are recent and others and stuff like that. So recently, I'm mean like, oh, man, I don't remember where we met. But I remember it was Forbins. You came up to me. I went down there for an event. And you came up to me. You and your significant other came up. And he was like, hey, man, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I am who I am. It's good to meet you. You know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. And I really didn't do any investigation on you, but we really been, you know, corresponding back and forth through Instagram and stuff like that. But uh, without further ado, I would like to introduce the man himself. It's Tom the Ganja Guy with MMM Deliveries, and that's, you tell him that part. MMM is McGinty's Magical Meds. McGinty's Magical Meds. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for coming out, brother. I really appreciate it. You put, some, you put some miles in your car for me. Oh, thank you for pulling up on me. Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I owe you one. I owe you one, dog. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. It, it's a pleasure to come out here and spit it with you. It's been an awesome couple of hours here that we've been chatting. Yeah, yeah. Real interesting cat, I tell you. He, it's I like the origin of the story because sometimes you got to go through trials and tribulations to grow and informs us to who we are today. You know For certain. Saying? So you came far, good sir. I so, appreciate that, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. So, well, anyway, let's get into the podcast, man. Why don't you tell them a little bit about Tom? So, yeah, I'm a cultivator. I'm out of Lunenburg, Vermont. I started growing. My love with cannabis was uh, around nine years old, and I really blossomed from there and started trying to learn as much as possible Got into a bunch of crap as I was younger, but around 10 years ago, I started in home cultivation, trying to create the best medicine I could for myself at a reasonable damn price, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, access to it was always an issue when I was younger, and I saw such a, a use for it, and I, I received great benefit when I was younger, helped me with school, helped me actually graduate, um, helped me with just everyday life and whatnot, um, so... As I got a little bit older, I started dabbling with trying to grow. A few of our friends and us would throw stuff up at apple orchards and try to grow a few plants <laughs> for the year. Maybe get like a quarter out of the whole plant because yeah. the deer or a buddy's up there clipping it. Spent a couple summers trying to grow stuff right next to a river. Uh, that <laughs> didn't work out too well for us, as you would think. I would say about seven years ago i really started taking a little bit more of an approach to grow medicine not only for myself but for others i have a mother-in-law that utilizes my wife utilizes um 
So I, I wanted to be able to create good medicine for them as well. So I started taking a, a little bit more scientific uh, approach to it and actually doing research, reading up on it. Um, spent a lot of time on YouTube. You know what I mean? I'm telling you, YouTube adversity, man, that'll... <laughs> it gets you set right, for it, sure. Exactly. Most definitely. There's a, there used to be so much to weed through back in the day to, to try to find good content when it came to cannabis, but I feel like in, in our, our age that we're in right now, um, there's endless tell amount them, of, of... Tell them what it's called. Tell them what you call the, the age. What's the age? Oh, we're in the golden age of cannabis. the golden age of cannabis. And Definitely. I have never, that, is, that rings so true with just yep. like how we how we started, you know, not even, yeah, how we started and the the stuff they smoked back in the 70s. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? In comparison to what it is now and how it's not even broke all the way down. Like we still don't know everything about this plant. We Most still, definitely. It's something new to learn about it every day. So hell yeah, we yep. have a golden age, baby. And it's great. I mean, cannabis is is really just a, a um, opener. It's an icebreaker for a lot of people as far as being able to step out of this shell and actually become something that they're meant to be. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people that finally have, have um, taken a, a, a look into the plant and actually done research, and they're starting to realize, hey, we should have been utilizing this a long time ago. Um, the the amount of good it does overweighs any bad that you could ever throw at me. You yeah. can never convince me that it, it's a bad thing. You know what I mean? I was watching an episode. You know, I always watch the news. But Judge Judy was on before, and a guy, he had had a drug problem. And, you know, he said, I'm in you know, recovery, I'm not doing it anymore, but I do smoke weed. Mm -hmm. And this was like back in 2014, 15 episode. Yep. But just how stern she was with the judgment, all because he said, I don't do hard drugs anymore, I just smoke weed. And she was like, yep. and I do, And I do understand, like, like I said, that football line, I understand like it's a fine line that certain people have to walk within their recovery and things that they have to do. But to cast judgment on somebody who is doing so much better than what they were doing by utilizing this plant, it's kind of like, oh, you're an asshole. Yep. You know what I'm yep. I think a lot of that is due to lack of knowledge and experience with Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Once people have taken experiences with it, it brings me back to a friend's grandmother. Super, super reefer madness, madhead, right? Right there. 100%, right? Yeah. So she was brought up in the day where it, it was just an appalling thing to do, and you didn't do that to your body because you're doing drugs and et cetera. Um, but once she actually experienced cannabis, she was very underwhelmed with it. She's like, this is all it was? She's yeah. like, I spent all these years thinking <laughs> on this, and this is what it was. This is all it was. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's exactly what it's not. You know, I don't know about, like, other drugs. I mean, I do know about a few. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I don't know about many other drugs. And But I know we ain't that bad, you know. And it's been the reefer madness. It's been what has been posterized. It's, it's We're even categorizing as a you can get the same amount of time for weed and crack. And so yep. it's posterized to be this bad thing when really, you know what I'm saying? Now that people are experiencing it and trying it who has had that mentality of thinking it was such a bad thing, they're like, this is it? Before like, the, the 40s and the 50s, if you look at any cannabis knowledge, it, it was actually used as a medicine. Absolutely. You know what I mean? For years and years. Yeah. And then uh, the whole reefer madness happened and then the schedulizing in the 60s or whatnot. Um, th that just totally blew up a, 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 a perfectly 
good organic medicine that people could have been utilizing and, and um, villainized it. it. It turned it into something that shouldn't be researched, shouldn't be done. It, it stifled it. And, and now that we're starting to get into so many states actually pushing legislation through that have recreational or, or medical cannabis, we're starting to see research come in that that's amazing. You look at the research like on RSO, Rick Simpson Cures Cancer, I believe mm. is the article name. It, it, it's amazing. It, yeah. it, it's shrinking cancer cells. I think the balance for cannabis are we could go to the moon with it. Yeah. There's so many uses for it. A hundred percent, and not just in a highway. You yeah, know? we'll do that too. Uh, yeah, but, I'm at the moon right now. Yeah, I feel yeah. you. <laughs> but it's crazy because, like you saying, like we, it's been villainized, yep. and now it's more. They're still drawing back that mentality, trying to fix yep. it and break that. And it'll get there. Yep. We'll definitely get there. And it's taking leaps and bounds. You 100%. Know, from where just in the past 100%. 15 years, you know what I'm saying? It, it takes the people pushing back and, and exactly. people just having civil obedience by utilizing it, no matter what the, the rules and laws in their state are. I think if you look at the amount of people nowadays that are just nonchalant about cannabis, you know what I mean? I know a few cops that are like, well, it's just pot. You know what I mean? You look at New York City, um, their their officers, I believe, are allowed to utilize cannabis on their off time. I believe there was a a thing in Colorado where a firefighter, it's either Colorado or one of the states, Oregon, something like that, a firefighter was let go from his job, had a lawsuit come up, and he actually won his lawsuit. You should be able to utilize a, a product such as cannabis. It blows my mind how many commercials you can have for Beer, alcohol, Cialis. Talk that uh, shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Talk that shit. Yeah. Side effects may include <laughs> shitting yourself, losing your brain, scratching your eyeballs out, or, you know? <laughs> like, it's crazy. Yes, like, sir. it's, oh, we can, we can, yeah, it can fix this, but all this other shit might happen to you as well. So just be prepared. Yep. When a lot of these things can be fixed with mentality change, man, look. This shit is crazy. Yep. <laughs> well, look. Usually, I have so I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take blame for this one because usually I'd be like, "Hey, bring me some stickers." You know what I'm saying? To stick the can of table, but I don't have any. I, I forgot to tell you to bring some stickers. So, no worries, brother. You know I'll definitely, uh, I'll be back through. And oh I, hell yeah! I'll make sure to throw two up. Hell yeah! You know what I'm saying? I got the free. Oh, the fridge is under there now. I had it up top, mm-hmm. but. Everything that's the only that's the only thing. This table is the only thing that I'm not stickering. Most definitely. Everything else. Oh, free game. I got man. a large sticker yeah. collection too. <laughs> I mean, I think I got a it's pretty established. Yes, you know, sir. I still yes, got, sir. I still got little spots I got to finish. Oh, you'll get there. Hell yeah. You'll hell get yeah. there. There's so many good stickers coming out. I see a lot of the cannabis companies in the state are coming up with some pretty yeah. cool concepts. Speaking, speaking of, I've been seeing low-key stickers. I was just thinking hell that, yeah, to be honest. Hell yeah, low-key stickers. Yep. Hers is. Yeah, I oh. haven't had the uh, chance to meet them boys yet, but uh, I, I hear great things and yeah, definitely uh, look forward to potentially talking to them in yeah. the future about some processing of some stuff you know yeah big hash head i am i i I think hash rosin is one of the best things that that has been brought to the table in a long time it's a a dining experience in a jar it is love it and it's it's crazy well i know hope aguilar she's the one that's drawing the stickers and she's a partner within it 
but she's the one, the artiste behind it. So most definitely me out there. Yeah, watching, looking at the drawing, and I'm like, man, you should put that on a sticker. We got some on. cool designs we've yeah. been working on too. I, I have an artist out of Maine that I use, Goon Draws. He's, I think he's brilliant. I love his style. Um, he did some artwork. I think it was for the dispensary Fire on Four uh-huh. uh, over in Portland, Maine. And I, I saw the artwork. It was a dragon. It just it looked ill. It was all hand drawn. The guy does his work professionally. Like I, I like his his style, but um, we've had him do a couple things out. We got some new stickers coming out. Yeah, yeah. they're pretty dank. Uh, well, we gonna. I gotta get some stickers. So, so as soon as you get them, pull up. With most them. definitely, <laughs> we plan on doing stickers with every drop that we do at dispensaries. Oh, that's awesome. So every run, every drop, I'm gonna have a new set of stickers that people can get inside their package. So. That's good. I'm looking forward to that. I love that kind of, that kind of, you know what I mean? It's an art just growing. Yes, sir. So why wouldn't we just keep incorporating our own art in it as well? It's just like how I was talking about how cannabis is so similar to food and whatnot. Yeah. In the food industry and the cannabis industry are one and the same, right? If you think about it, it's all about flavor and uh, about eyeballs and nose and et cetera, right? And I think, um, Another thing that uh, folds right in with cannabis is street art and art. And I, I really do think hip hop is, is an art, but I think hip hop folds right in with cannabis use as well. Mm-hmm. I'm a big 1990s to 2000s underground hip hop fan. That's when that's when the greatest music came out back then. Yes, sir. You know yes, sir. Oh, that's big fact. Yep. <laughs> yep. There's way too many artists that that have come out nowadays that have no business being in the industry. But at all. Hey. I, I say to each their own, and everybody should have the chance to at least be an artist. Somebody's going to enjoy their music. So I, I, I think as long as you're creating and, and you mean well with it, then fuck it. Who cares if your music sucks or you enjoying it? it? You, got, you got millions of other people exactly. listening to your shit. So exactly. what do you need me for? Same as cannabis. You see how everything like kind of intertwines, right? Um, yeah. Just like uh, my farm might not be the fit for certain people, right? Certain people, oh, no, I, I only want cocoa-grown stuff you know then they'll fit in with that style but you know there's going to be people that enjoy the style of growing that i have and are going to want to utilize it and and i think it's a a wonderful world we live in when that's an option you know yeah it's definitely changing yeah yes sir golden age golden age baby (laughs) yes sir Well, look, let's talk about McGiddy's Magical Meds. Yes, sir. Yes, I got it. Uh, so it's also, not only are you a tier one grower, yep. but you also do what else? So we we were doing a um, legacy um, delivery service uh, for the past four years, I would say. That's going to have to come to a stop with, with my legality, um, being that they haven't passed any legislation on delivery. I think in the state of Vermont, right, we're so rural and people have hard, uh, such a hard time just getting to the grocery store, the regular doctor's appointments. To not have a delivery service set up it, it is appalling. And then you hear people, oh, well, we have medical delivery. Do we? Do we really have medical delivery? Facts. Uh, I, I know quite a few people right now that cannot get medical delivery. 
I know certain parts of the state you're not able to get any kind of delivery. I mean, we can't even get pizza delivered to certain I, spots. Here, where you're at, where you're sitting right now. Yes, I sir. Cannot, and there's only one place. I think I, it's a it's a wing spot in Wings Over Burlington. Yep. We can deliver. They can deliver to my house. Yep. But I don't always want wings. Yep. Like even the local spots, they don't have that type of. Yep. So like. I can't if I can't get food delivered here. Of course, I can't get stuff like that delivered here. Hundred percent. And I, I know we, I I am capable of going to get those type of items. But there's a community out there that isn't able to go out and be able to get their meds and need that type of delivery 100%. service. So, like, yeah, that's crazy. There's also other individuals that refuse to go to a dispensary, not because they think dispensary stuff sucks. They can't be seen at a dispensary because yeah. the stigma that's still there in certain uh, workplaces in the state there's a lot of judgment still passed even though we have a legal system that's going on i think that those people would rather opt for a delivery to their house where it could be discreet over going to a dispensary where they're going to be seen by the next door neighbor or the lady at the church or etc. Lady at church, what you doing here? Yep. That would be. I feel like that should be canceled out. So if I see somebody from my church yep. at the dispensary, I could be like, hey, let's smoke together yep, and let's yep, not yep. say shit to nobody. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You bring them in as, yeah, yeah. as the buddy. So I, I think... Um, it, it stinks that the state isn't going to have anything set in place, right? And that's why our name is MMM Deliveries, right? Because we were gearing up to be a delivery farm. I wanted to grow my medicine. I wanted to process my medicine. And I wanted to sell my medicine myself, either through my delivery service or through a dispensary. Mm. But a, as the time goes by and we got licensed for cultivation, and I start looking into other licenses. It, it doesn't seem feasible to get those licenses just because of the pricing on it. The access to money is a big thing for a lot of people, and I think without proper avenues for, for farmers to be able to sell their cannabis directly, we're going to see a lot of them leaning towards the black market, the legacy market, um, are just getting rid of it themselves. Or, sadly, we're going to see a lot of people quitting. If it's not lucrative, you can love the plant all you want and say you grow it for for um, you know, the love of the plant. But all in all, we, we have this as a business. This is what we do. You know what I mean? Um, a way so of supporting. It needs to be yeah. lucrative. And for some people, it needs to be overly lucrative. But for some of us farmers, like myself, I, I don't need to be rich. I just want to be comfortable. Facts. So... I think the more that we deregulate stuff and the more regulation we push on stuff is just is just making it more hard for the small farmer, for the everyday individual to want to try to have cannabis as a money-making option. Yeah. It, it either pushes them back into the, the black market side or just back into a field that they weren't happy in from the jump. 100%. You know? So, I mean, that's one thing, like you're doing the – wanting to do deliveries like that's i feel like that would be like a really great avenue just for patients or for anybody like you said for anybody who wants delivery 100 for it to be done like i mean we was doing it anyway mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying 100 we, we was going to get it, it was, we was going to meet 
meet my mans right here or in the grocery store parking lot well, or, you know what I'm saying, I pull exactly. up to your crib or, you know, it, that's what it's been. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You see a lot of individuals nowadays, if they're not utilizing what we have in the state, they're actually taking their, their self out of state. Mm-hmm. They're grabbing stuff from the legal markets over in Maine or Mass bringing it back and, and distributing to their friends anyways. Yeah. Right. So I, I think the state's pushing back on something that doesn't need to be pushed back. Right. They, they're apologizing for all the stigma and all the, the bull crap that's been caused over cannabis and, and drug laws and whatnot. But then they're also being like, well, we're going to also put these in place. So you have a little more suppression or uh, oppression on you. Yeah. You know, I think, I think we're growing. We're, yeah, we're, we're we're going to get there. We're heading in at the least, right direction. At least we should be. Yes. you know what I'm saying. Like yep. this, I can only hope. You yep. know what I'm saying. That's what we're doing. So, like I said, like the delivery service is not. We we've been it's kind of been the thing anyway. A hundred percent. So, like we're trying to bring those individuals from that side to do it. And most of them want to pay taxes. Most yeah. of them want a legit business out of it. You know what? You see people where. It, they're already set up in life. They they have a lot of good things that have already come to them, right? Yeah. And, and um, a lot of them take granted of that, and they don't really have really uh, a good option for a job, right? Yeah. It, it It's such a great place to be put into, right? Because it gives somebody the, the chance to be closer to a plant, to a, a greater entity. If you look yeah. at cannabis, like, it, it, it's one of the best job industries that we have in this planet it is i i look at some people like i'm like shit for you man i could i would love to do that just Mm -hmm. like for for being delivery just to get to patients that be that could be that connection to that person that they don't have you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. it's really and you're delivering a medicine that they can utilize to make them feel better or relieve some pain or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's awesome that we, we we gonna get there. We're going to get there. Yep. So, you know what I'm saying? The proper steps and stuff. uh, That's one of my big things that I would like to try to do. I'm super busy as far as work goes and stuff, but I definitely would like to talk with legislators and talk with a few people and see what we can do to having some stuff put forth, even to discussion. I mean, I, I remember they were talking about it in the CCB meetings and a few other meetings that I listened in on. They talked about it. But then it got stifled. It got pushed to the back and not talked about again. Yeah. Um. It, it kind of sucks to see. Um. I saw a similar thing over in Lunenburg. We were trying to get recreational cannabis stores in Lunenburg and have it voted in because they haven't passed whether they were going to do it or not. We got told we needed 30 signatures. We got over 230 signatures. <sighs> Brought it to the lady. She, Our eyes lit up. She was okay, we'll try to get it passed through next time. When voting came up, we went and we were checking the ballot and didn't see anything about recreational cannabis. So we kind of were like, okay, maybe it's on the next ballot. Maybe it'll be next year or whatever, which we were kind of disappointed about because we were told, you get 30, we'll put it on the ballot. But you, you see the stifling and come to find out and asking around town, it's because one of the people on the select board or whatnot isn't for cannabis doesn't like cannabis so she's naturally stifling it yeah. right and it's sad to see stuff like that but i think we have 
bigger fish as far as the statewide issue that's similar you know what i mean i think we have a lot of people that are in place that know nothing about cannabis that are making rules for cannabis i also think we have a lot of people that have lack of knowledge but still are are left in a position to where they they can make or break the industry yeah it's like we were talking about earlier i think a lot more of the grassroots individuals that have been doing what they've been doing in the state for years before it, it got passed, we should be utilizing those individuals and having them work with the state mm-hmm. to make a better system. There's no reason why our medical system, we should have caretakers. We should be able to pick our farmers. We should have direct sales. There, it, it, it's sad to see that the state's more worried about these larger farms on tier five whatever they're worried about these mso companies that are going to make them a lot of money more than they are an actual medical system that works a medical program if you will yeah but yeah i think all that's going to take is a lot more people standing up and being like we want option you know what i mean that that's the one thing it boils down to is the end consumer and their right to choose you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like with your doctor, I don't understand why we're having such a, a hard time seeing that it's the same thing. Your medical wellness is your medical wellness, and however you see, seek forward to, to uh, attend to that wellness is on each individual. It's on you. Exactly. Yeah. And the state standing in the way, wagging their fingers, not doing nothing for anybody. Yeah. We're going to have a lot of people just sitting in pain or sitting in addiction trying to to make themselves well when they're just making themselves sicker. Absolutely. Another thing you spoke about in our conversations was how you utilize cannabis to help you through your recovery process. Yes, sir. I know a lot of people confuse the two or put the two in the same category yep. of addiction. You yep. know what I'm saying? So I would like for you to expound a little bit about how you use cannabis to... Most definitely. So I think, first of all, addiction is a large term that can be used for any daily items such as sugary drinks, Absolutely. Uh, coffee. So uh, I'm addicted to coffee. I just, if I don't drink coffee, if I don't drink coffee, I get headaches. A hundred percent. So I, I think we've we've pushed off the medical side of cannabis for too long to not recognize the benefits that it does have medically. I think all use is medical, first of all. And so about 10 years ago, I I was an intravenous heroin user. I was a severely bad druggie. Got myself to a point where I was starting to do better and starting to be able to get away from the drug. Met my wife. We got pregnant with a kid and it was time to get sober. So we got sober together. My wife's been almost nine years and I've been just barely 10 years going on. It was a long, long battle, a battle with the medical system, stifling cannabis and trying to put me on Suboxone or Methadone or any other prescriptions that they utilize for sickness or from withdrawal. I had a long talk with my doctor, told him that I grew cannabis and that I I intended to utilize cannabis to stay off of drugs and kind of giggled at me and he's like well good luck with that so my cold turkey adventure became uh, a reality and and i started pushing out the drugs during that time i had such nasty nasty pains hated being in my body etc you know what i mean the whole 
withdrawal story that you you'll hear from everybody. I I, I was able to utilize cannabis um, as well as psilocybin to get myself to a point where I no longer needed to worry about DTing. I, I still had cravings for the drug, but I had a strong want to be sober. Mm. I, I was having my first kid. Um, my wife and I, I ha- she already had two kids that I helped raise. She was wonderful during the whole time, and we both got addicted together, and it was it was a rough time, but we both got sober together as well. I definitely contribute cannabis and psilocybin to my recovery. It was one of the things I still microdose to this day. I take a small, small, small amount of psilocybin each morning. Um, I, I, it brings quality to my life mm. just as well as the cannabis does. I think the amount of people, if you look at the amount of people that wake up each morning and they have their prescription pills and they take them and they go along with their day and they have no issues, right? Most of them. I think the same thing can be done with psilocybin or cannabis as long as it's used respectfully. I think there's tremendous benefits to utilizing um, both. I think they have uh, benefited me amazingly. I'm able to speak with my kids. I'm able to be calm with my wife. Mm. I, I was a hothead when I was younger, but I, I believe that the plants have tamed me quite Absolutely. a bit. Absolutely. Most definitely. It does bring a smoothness yeah. to your life. Yep. You know, it, it makes, it kind of wipes that blurry glass free. Cat Williams said, there's a drug in, in, in marijuana called fuck it all. <laughs> and it just makes you say fuck it all. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And I feel like that's a lot of what we need is a lot of fuck it all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We yep. need that, you know, that breath, you know, that glass of wine. Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? I, I think I spoke about this on a few episodes ago about how you see alcohol commercials. And, yep. And we go to bars, but we can't go. We're not allowed to drink and drive. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. bars has been like a weird thing for me of how. You can't do this, but you let us do this. 100%. You know what I'm saying? So how are we supposed to connect? How are you going to have one without the other? Exactly. You, you know, know what I mean? We don't have somebody that's just going to drive us around all the time and stuff like that. Yep. So, And I'm not promoting alcohol, but still, it's like, a, what you what you mean by that? There's you know zero I'm... deterrence on it, right? It's exactly. pushed in our face when we watch TV. Yep. It's pushed in our face when we drive down the street or when we go to stores. It's all around us, right? Um, and you look at the, the mishaps that have happened from alcohol compared to, I believe cannabis is now like right up to par with unicorn gorings, right? So we've had just about the same amount of unicorn gorings as, as we have uh, cannabis deaths. You know what oh. I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I had to, brother. I had to. I was in there, bitch. I was like, unicorn, what? I ain't seen none of them shit. I was testing how good my weed was on you. you And it was very good, as you said. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is 100% right. It's funny. Yeah. I told my mother that. when It was like, nobody's dying over this. Nope. But. Nope. A drunk driver. There's no kid getting into their dad's freaking flowered out plant. And and having an overdose or you know what I mean? There's none of that crap. I got allergies. Yep. You know what I'm saying? If I get in my plants, that's all the damn will just end up sneezing. Yep. You know what I'm exactly. saying? It's not like it, I get it on my skin and now I'm addicted. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy, like the mentality that 100%. was built around cannabis yep. and how it was put in that category 
of all things bad. There's still a stigma in, in small communities where yeah. they're like, oh, you shouldn't utilize cannabis around your kids. Listen, my kids are alive today you because I use cannabis. There's, there's, <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. I've allowed them to I live. have <laughs> let no. shit slide. Yes. Because my mama didn't smoke weed. And I was raised with a stern hand. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, that's not allowed. Yep. And you have to be more understanding with your children. 100%. You have to be more caring and there and shit like that that you have to be with kids. Yes, you sir. know what I'm saying? So cannabis is absolutely a great utilization, not with my kids. It's for just, their benefit for as their well benefit. as yours. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because it calms us down. 100%. It gets you out there acting like a kid with your kids. You oh, know what I mean? Man, they get that mean? part of a parent. Like, uh, you know, that we just got to look at that. And all that. I, yep. I, every time we will go skiing, I mean, not skiing, sledding, because I got a, I'll show you when we leave, I got a mountain in the backyard. Yep, yep. But every winter, I when it gets some snow up there, we go up there sledding. That's I love man. to go up there. Find my view, see it. She goes down the mountain. I smoke a little bit of that. Yep. And I have the time of my life. Yep. Me and my daughter just up there sledding, laughing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Only, you only, she's only going to get like two or three out of me now. Used to. You know, I've been working out lately. So now I'm ready for the winter. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? At the time, yep. you know what I'm saying? I would only do, you know, it's a, a hill. You got to walk up. Yes, you know? sir. And shovel. I just shoveled it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I got to do it again. But, but like, I love being out in nature and yep. consuming like it just brings the beauty of it it kind of clears that window absolutely yeah hey man i'm glad you got to come out here and chop it up with me for a few minutes most definitely it's you been know what I'm saying it's and like you are you're your story man you know how you utilize the plant yep to in recovery and like the things you want to do to implement in this cannabis community. Yes, sir. Like, you know, it's awesome what you're doing. So I greatly appreciate you coming out, talking about it. And Please we had hours of conversation before this. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, you, I, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate your time. Appreciate Definitely. what you're doing. Definitely. Thank you and, for the platform. Uh, absolutely, man. And, you know, like I said, this ain't our last time. We got to look yeah. back around because I know shit going to change. And, you just gonna grow, dog. I got yeah. new stuff chopping down here in the next couple of weeks. So I'll definitely have to bring you out some goodies. Hey, that's what's up for sure. Well, look, tell them where to find you at. Yo, everybody can find me at Spartan Forty Two Hundred, which is S P A R T E N Four Two Zero Zero. That's on Instagram. We're also over in Lunenburg. Look for us in stores this October. Looking to have stuff hopefully in stores, like I was saying, by this fall. Got a lot of exciting things that I got growing right now and a lot of exciting genetics for the future. I'm super excited to to dive on into this. Hell yeah. Good, man. I'm happy for you. Dog. I appreciate it. Like I said, thank you for coming out and thank you for listening. I greatly appreciate y'all. Know, you know where y'all can find me. Candidations Podcast on Instagram. That's what things cooking. So y'all be on the lookout. But I appreciate y'all for listening. And y'all know the drill. Y'all stay blazing and stay amazing. But we out. It's a little different having the headset on and stuff. All the other podcasts I've done have been like over like a webcam and stuff. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. It's like being on with Joe Rogan. (laughs) That's what's up.